0: Start your day the right way by taking charge of your physical and mental fitness.
1: It's important to know your numbers. They determine if your blood pressure is high or low, your cholesterol balance, even your blood sugar level, heart rate, and much more.
0: Get tested by visiting your doctor, clinic, or stop by at any health center closest to you. Take
1: control today. This message is from Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela.
0: This is Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. Today, we'll be talking about diabetes care in lean and uncertain times, which certainly these times are right now. Thank you. We have Drs. Itiawe and Drs. Korobor here to talk about diabetes care, but first, we would like to just have Mustafa of the KB Club College of Medicine, University of Lagos, come and talk to us about a very notable project that they are holding right now. So Mustafa, can you tell us, what is it that the KB Club is up to at the moment that
2: you want to share with the Lagosians this morning? Hello. Good morning, everyone. Thank you very much, Dr. My name is Mustafa Madin, and I'm a fourth-year dental student at College of Medicine, University of Lagos. And I'm also the general secretary of KB Club, College of Medicine, University of Lagos. The KB Club, College of Medicine, is going to be hosting a voluntary blood donation drive, which is themed, your power to give life. This blood donation drive is aimed at two things majorly. First, we are looking to improve attitudes towards voluntary blood donation. And we're also looking to reduce blood shortage significant, well, significantly through our own two means by raising 1,000 pints of blood in a day. We're working with the Vegas University Teaching Hospital, Department of Pharmatology and Blood transfusion, the Vegas State Blood Transmission Service. We're also working with Nigerian Red Cross Society, the Vegas State Chapter. And we're doing this through the power of collaboration and through, through through the Wheel of Impact to raise a thousand pounds of blood in a day in the University of Lagos Sports Centre on Friday, November 17th, 2023. What do you want people who are listening to do? We want everyone listening to you know, follow us on our social media platforms, KB Club, um, across all social media to keep up with us, keep up with our updates, and to ensure that they prepare to come around on Friday, 17th, November, 2023, At the indoor sporting complex, University of Lagos Sports Center, to come around to volunteer to come around to volunteer to donate blood to save lives. At what time would you like them to be there? So this this program will be running from 9 a.m. run from 9 a.m. on Friday, 17 November, through through to 6 p.m. Thank you very much. Also, we'll hopefully remind people.
0: Please join them on Friday. This Friday at between nine and and six at the University of Lagos Sports Centre. Thank you very much. Dr. Siawe. it's a pleasure to have you with us once more, and Dr. Korobo as well. Thank you for coming on the programme. We're talking today about diabetes care in lean and uncertain times. We think most people know what diabetes is, but Dr. Siawe, could you just kick off telling us what is diabetes and why are we talking about this care at this
3: particular time? Thank you, Dr. Pamela. Good morning, everyone. Um, Diabetes is a chronic condition. When I say chronic, I mean something that is lifelong and is characterized by poor blood sugar control. The classic symptoms are frequent urination, increased thirst, weight loss, which are the classic symptoms, but in about... Majority of the people that would have diabetes, these symptoms are usually very subtle or not present. So it's not enough to rely on the symptoms for diagnosis. And diabetes is important because if not well managed, it can give rise to several complications. Now, talking, Dr. Korobor, about lean on uncertain times, what do you
0: think about what people are going through today? Thank you for having me.
1: It's always a pleasure to be on this. I think one of the first things here is when people are living with diabetes, so our technologies continue to improve. So we no longer use the word diabetic. I actually say people are living with diabetes. When people are living with diabetes, this condition affects the individual, it affects the family, it affects the community, and then, of course, the state and the nation as whole. Well. And so I care for... Diabetes would involve clinic visits regularly, drug prescription tests, and then, of course, the part at home. Now, all this would affect the finances of a patient. So, there's the direct finance of the cost of seeing a doctor, the cost of buying your drugs, the cost of doing investigations. And then there's the indirect expenditure of time out of work and all that. And you know, at the end of the day, uh, most people would say that on the average, uh, patients would spend nearly 40 to 50000 a month, and the minimum wage is thirty. So you can imagine the point that for people living with diabetes, they have a 20000 naira deficit every month just for drugs alone. You haven't mentioned other key things. So um, people are going through a lot. Um, it's a difficult time for many people. And at the end of the day, this reflects how they care for themselves. So now you have people skipping clinic visits, mm. not doing the tests they ought to do, and actually rationing drugs in the wrong way. So somebody's taking a pill three times a day. He's taking that pill once a day so that he has enough to keep him for a month. So, so people are going to a very tough time.
0: Now, Dr. Sauer, this World Diabetes Day is talking about knowing your risk. That's what the World Diabetes day is about. How important is it to know your risk at this time? Because some people would say, you know what, what I don't know can't hurt me. Let me not go and, you know, as like they say, let sleeping dogs lie. You know, there's so many things that says, let me not know, even if there's a problem. Not Let me not know it now because I, I don't want to end up in the basket where I know I have diabetes. And then, you know, I now have to say this 50,000 Naira bill per month. What do you say about it? Is it still
3: important at this time? to know your risk? Extremely important to know our risks. Um, There's a popular saying that goes to be forewarned is to be forearmed. So for diabetes, it's important to know your risk so that if you're at a high risk, you take decisions to reduce your chances of coming down with um, um, diabetes, change your lifestyle, you change your habits and all that. And then if you're already living with diabetes, you do the things that will make sure you don't come down with uh, the complications, the unwanted complications of diabetes. So risk assessment is important.
0: So how do you set about it? What are your recommendations for people? Let's start off with knowing your risk before we go into the actual diabetes care, which Dr. Kova has
3: already started talking about. So first of all, Knowing your risk, we have what we call modifiable risk factors and non-modifiable risk factors. So non-modifiable risk factors are what you really cannot do anything about. Having a family history of diabetes, getting older, as you're older than 40 years uh, and above, you're on treatment for hypertension or uh, cholesterol or you had gestational diabetes, you really can't do much about those. However, if you're sedentary, um, if you're overweight, if you have a bad diet, those are things you can address. And how do you go about testing? So if you have a family history and you're already older than 40, it is recommended that you should keep a close eye on your blood sugar, especially if you're sedentary or overweight. So, Different bodies have different recommendations, but in a resourceful environment like ours, I would recommend we have, once you are overweight, you have a family history, your risk is high. Actually, the International Diabetes Federation has a risk calculator, so if you go online to their website, you can look, you can calculate, and if you're high risk, then you should be checking your blood sugar at least once a year. If you are old, less than 40 years old, uh, uh, non-obese, no family history, then maybe like every three years or something like that. But um, we know it's commoner, especially type 2 is commoner in, as people tend to age greater than 40 years old. So once you've crossed that line, you should be checking every year. Well, I think that's
0: so important to know your risk. And it's something that I think we'll try and see how we can put a link on our Doctors on Air website for people to the diabetes. Diabetes, Could you
3: repeat where that link is? The International Diabetes Federation, there's a risk calculator there. So you can link there and it looks at your age, looks at your weight, family history, of diabetes, your lifestyle. Do you eat vegetables and all those things? Are you on treatment for hypertension? So, uh, and then it, it will it'll let you. It will give, know give you know, explore. give you an I, idea
0: of what it yeah. is that you're doing and how it is you should set about it. I think yeah. that's such a critical point. And, I, and also, I think also you were talking about testing. Some people like, like to know: is it just the glucose they should check if they're doing their annual check? Is it just the annual, you know, glucose test? Should it be no. the random test? Should it be the HbA1c? Did you just tell them what kind of test they should be doing?
3: So there are different tests available for assessing your risk for diabetes. Uh, I know in the UK, that's far from here, but once you are more than 40 years old, they tend to use the HbA1c, which is uh, more sensitive. You can do your fasting sugar, which is your without food for like 8 to 12 hours and go to the lab in the morning you can do a glucose tolerance test which is you come in they give you a glucose mixture to drink and then they check your blood sugar at intervals this glucose tolerance they uh, usually do for pregnant women to uh, pick up um, gestational diabetes and then the um if the random blood sugar is high more than 180 mg per DL and you have somebody who is symptomatic having the classic symptoms, you can also make a diagnosis of diabetes. So there are several um, things that can be used for screening, several tools. Thank you very much.
0: You're listening to Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela. So Dr. Corvo, we've been talking about the need for diabetes care in lean and uncertain times. What would you say is very important, a critical aspect of this that you would like our listeners to know.
1: Well, I think that um, I would like us to go at least four simple things. The first one is that um, to care for a patient living with diabetes, it requires an multidisciplinary team with the patient at the center. So, what this means is that the decision to be taken to care for somebody living with diabetes. The patient, the patient's family members must be part of that decision-making process. That's the first one. The second thing I'd like the patients to know is while we have cutoffs for diagnosis, each patient has specific numbers unique to them. What that means is that if I am living with diabetes, I would have specific numbers for me what my fasting should be, what my blood glucose should be after meals, what my hba one c should be. So it's individualized. And as a patient, you should know your numbers. That's very key. The other thing I'd like the patients to know is that the care for patients living with diabetes um, is divided into two. There is a clinical care when you come to the hospital, what the doctors should do. And in that clinical care, it's important that patients insist that the doctor examines their feet. So it's your right to say, doctor, I'm living with diabetes. Please take a look at my legs. And then I want the patients to also know that there's home-based care. Now, for the home-based care, we have an acronym. M, monitoring. So patients are taught to take their blood sugar measurements and record. First E, examine their legs. They are taught to examine their legs. Second E, exercise. Exercise that is Recommended, prescribed for them, looking at their holistic health status. Then there's a D, which has to do with diet, taking the right diet as told. There's another E for education, and finally, medication. So just to note that home-based care is key. The acronym is MEDEM,
0: me Thank you. Ooh, thank you very much. <laughs> That's very useful. Dr. Isiawe. When we talk about um, care in these lean
3: and uncertain times, what is it specifically you want people to be thinking about? I want people to consider getting health insurance um, instead of paying out of pocket. At the end of the day, if you have a good health insurance plan, it will take the bite off your finances and would make sure you continue to access care. I know Lagos State has its Ilera Eco uh, that uh, you can access diabetes care. For the private health insurance companies, if you're not on a corporate plan, if you're on, on an individual plan, some of them would expect you to have a wait period, like one year wait period before uh, accessing chronic care. So while you're getting health insurance, please find out if you can access diabetes Okay. In addition, if you have to pay out of pocket for your medications, you can consider getting generic options. That's the non-branded medications. They are less expensive, oh, but, but also where? effective. I, I want to jump in and say
0: where. Oh, where can they get safe and effective generic
3: medications? Your, your registered pharmacy. The neighborhood, the registered um, um, licensed neighborhood pharmacy, we have a lot of brands. I don't want to mention brands now as we're on air, but we know that there are good pharmacies that um, stock, stock um, safe and effective uh, generic medications. And then when it comes to blood glucose testing, uh, instead of testing every day, there, there's something we call uh, head testing, which can be done like about two, three days before your clinic Visit So you can decide to check your blood sugar seven times a day for like a day or two to your next specialist appointment. You check fasting two hours after uh, breakfast, before lunch, two hours after lunch, before dinner, two hours after dinner, bedtime. That would help give us uh, a better picture of what your control is like instead of just checking once a week or or, or once in two weeks. So there are ways you can um, adjust your blood sugar testing to reduce the number of test strips you you would use in a month.
0: Okay, thank you. Thank you very much for that information. Now, one of the things I'd like to just ask about because people are interested in is if you have a family you know, history of diabetes, you haven't got diabetes, there are these Levels that they say is pre diabetic, you can do something about it can eat right. You know, how can one who knows they're in a situation that has a family history prevent themselves from getting diabetes? Because at this time, really and truly, no
3: one wants to get it. What can they do, Dr. Siawe? Okay, so primary prevention first of all, your fasting blood sugar should be less than a hundred if it's more than normal and even not yet in diabetic range that that is in itself is a problem activity a lot of people work in the offices they sit for hours on end so you need to get moving if you have a family history of diabetes at least 30 minutes uh three times three to five times a week 30 minutes of continuous uh, activity your diet is important vegetables, less carbohydrates and all that so exercise diet and then look for how you can lose weight to reduce your risk of or, or re- re- reduce your risk of coming down with diabetes or delay your getting diabetes.
0: Thank you Dr. Coroba Going to you now there's so many people who unfortunately haven't even told their family members that they have diabetes. For some reason, there are still people in Nigeria today who don't tell their family they have diabetes, so the family don't even know they're at risk. What do you have to say to them?
1: I'd just like to say that um, there was a time when people were stigmatized for living with diabetes. Uh, The stigma spanned from the family up to the office place, and at the time, you could not even get insurance if you know you had a diabetes diabetes with complications. Uh, Times have changed today. Um, It's very important as a family member, if you're living with diabetes, that the rest of your family knows. Uh, This would help them know that the risk is there in the family. And uh, this would help them take active steps um, to prevent diabetes. And, you know, sometimes um, you have a family relation that constantly comes asking for financial aid, but he doesn't really open up. And if people know that look, you're living with diabetes, they could step in. We've had experiences where you have patients that have diabetic ulcers and unfortunately it's gotten to the stage where you need to take the legs off. And the family members come in and the first thing they think of is juju and all that, basically because they are not even initially aware that their brother or sister was living with diabetes. So I think it's a very important thing that you let your family members
0: thank you and in terms of the food a lot is being written particularly in um, the social media now about how you can actually reverse diabetes using certain diets um, what would be the optimum some people say you know as a diabetic you shouldn't eat carbohydrates at all the nutritionists are giving me wrong advice you know But and, and some people are doing very well coming off medication with a low, low carbohydrate diets and, and so on and switching to, you know, good sugar, alternatives, like stevia, et cetera. What would be your thoughts on this? The, um,
1: I think the first step to take here is that the term diabetic diet does not exist anymore. So there's nothing like a diabetic diet. What we advocate is a balanced diet that is nutritious, tasty, available, affordable for that individual. So that's the first step. Now, the second step is that the diet has key ingredients, the nutritional content. So the diet should contain carbohydrates, yes, should contain fats, yes, and should contain proteins. The other thing you note here is portion control. So we have nice plates now that we can use to show patients and tell them about you know, um, what each content should be. If a patient is to eat a staple food, Say, on ripe plantain flour, for example, or amala. This quantity for the patient is the size of the fist. So my size of the fist is my quantity, and your size of the fist is your quantity. The soup and all that should be the size of the palm. Protein should be in here and fats here. So there are simple ways we can do apparent measurements to ensure that patients eat right. It's other topic, if you would permit me, is the concept of remission. Now, this is key, and yes, we promote remission for patients living with diabetes, but it is not for every patient. So, there are criteria. For example, the patient should have been diagnosed within the past six months or one year. The HbA1c should have been a particular value, and all that. So, remission is is very possible with uh, diabetes, but it's not for everybody. The misconception. That people living with diabetes should not take any form of carbohydrates is completely wrong. And the ketogenic diet itself is known to cause a lot of harm to the patients. So I think that the right knowledge is important.
0: Thank you. Okay, thank you so much. Now, unfortunately, time has you know run out on us. So do you have any last words for our listeners, Dr. Korobo? Well,
1: uh, just to say that. Um, Diabetes today offers an opportunity. If you follow all the steps to care for yourself while living with diabetes, you end up living longer and better. So rather than being a limitation, diabetes may perhaps eventually be an
3: opportunity. Thank you. Dr. Isiawe, any last words for our listeners? Yeah, diabetes is not a death sentence. It's a wake-up call to have a healthier lifestyle. And with a healthier lifestyle, you can live and live well with diabetes. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. And just from me, please remember one and all please go over to the University of Lagos uh, Sports Center on Friday the 17th, anytime between uh, 9 and 6, and be a hero. Donate blood, save lives. Thank you very much. Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela.